Welcome to Oregon Rooted. I'm Higher Peaks. And this is Lady Sativa. You're listening to The Dirt Show. Where we bring you Oregon's cannabis culture. Welcome to The Dirt Show. This is Higher Peaks. And Lady Sativa here. And this is episode four. We made it to four. Actually, we've done five episodes, but this is officially the number four. And we just wanted to start out. It's been warming up. It's coming at the end of the June here. And so hope all your growers out there have everything well into vegetative and getting some big plants going. Uh, and also, it's uh, been the longest, what, a couple days ago it was the longest day of the year? I thought Summer that was, solstice. Was that two days ago or yesterday? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, one of those. <laughs> I, I didn't look <laughs> it up. But I know it was a solstice, so it was the longest day. We're on the flip side of the year now. I don't like that. It goes too quick. No, it does. It doesn't feel like summer even started. <laughs> no, no. But at least for a little while, it won't seem like it's getting shorter. But... That is good news, too, because that means in a month and a half, maybe two, we'll be an alternate and everything will be looking pretty with the flowers. Oh, and so. the school will be starting, right? <laughs> Man, that makes great daycare and kids get to learn. So, yeah, we'll look forward to that. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you. I didn't get a chance to tell you this week, but I was out back and it was in the morning and... Uh, this was, I don't know, actually maybe a couple weeks ago, and I was sitting there doing my morning session and standing on the porch. And our porch, it stands up, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, three or four feet. And so when you walk out back, uh, you can see over the fence, and mm -hmm. you see the right in the neighbors, and you know they can stare you right at you, which I just hate, but really don't know what to do about it, at least yet. So We have a spur Plans, tree something. that jumps up there and covers a little bit kind of it's like a weed yeah and so i'm i'm <laughs> i'm taking a fairly decent hit from the pipe and um the neighbor the lady walks out and she starts laughing at me <laughs> and she just keeps staring at me laughing and so after what seemed like eternity to me i you know raised <laughs> my hand and i said hey good morning and I don't know, I don't know if it went bad there or what, but she's like, uh, oh, I can laugh at you. Uh, you, you know, it just, it was funny that I came out and saw someone smoking weed, which is funny because they do. Yes. So we hear I, them coughing all the time. Yeah. But I wasn't trying to be rude or nothing with her. I was just <laughs> saying good morning. Cause she was staring at me for like an awfully long time, making me feel conscious. Are you sure that she was staring at you for a while or did it just feel like eternity? It could have been. She caught me off guard. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> gotta love six foot fences and tall porches. Anyway, I won't talk no more about that. I just I forgot to tell you about that. And, uh, yeah. So, she didn't say anything from there? No, no. 
And I'm like, I was just saying hi. And she didn't say anything after that. So, Well, we already know that she is. I don't know. She really likes us that much anyway. Very pleasant. <laughs> right. That is seething with sarcasm in case yeah. you didn't pick up on that. No, I don't know. Anyway, so moving on. Uh, we have been really doing some social media this week, kind of ramping that up. And like we said last week, we have a show supporter now, uh, peacemakergear.com. I was, <laughs> I said it right this time. Uh, and they had sent us some gear to test out and we had a chance to test out. We got it on Saturday, got the gear on Saturday and had a chance to test it out. Uh, was it Sunday or did we, we didn't uh, test it we out on Saturday. Out on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so w- since we're from the Rogue Valley, we did a uh, common hike. It was table rock upper. Yeah. And, uh, it's a good short hike. It's, you know, gets the heart pumping and it's got great views beautiful views and you know if you live in southern oregon it's a place you've probably been to and if you haven't been in southern oregon it's a good place to go uh, as far as short really nice trails um, yeah and if you ever come to southern oregon bring a child with you they're great tour guides and they keep you on your toes and going the whole time (sighs) it's crazy how much energy they got (laughs) so anyway we went up the trail and took our peacemaker and it was it handled great I didn't even know mm-hmm. it was in my pocket. Nope. Uh, you know, those times I rolled on it, probably stepped on it. Um, you know, I put it to the test as mm-hmm. far as trail <laughs> goes. And, you know, it comes with a, a cap. And I like that because whether it's a fresh bowl or a used bowl or whatever, that cap kept it nice. And I didn't have like any smell issues. I'm not saying you couldn't smell it if you put, you know, put your nose to it, but it just was a little more discreet and yep. it, I could put it in my pocket and not worry about it regardless of the state of the bull. And uh, that's nice. Plus that cap actually will fit on a bottle. So if you're smoking the bowl, you can mark your bottle, keep people from drinking your hint uh, yeah. with the cap, right? And then when you're done with the bowl, you can either use the cap or leave it on your bottle or whatever to keep that thing marked, which yeah. is kind of cool. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, we tried it up there. We took a couple pictures and saw the view and it worked really good did you like it tell me what you thought i enjoyed it it's um pretty durable it's like a champ yeah it really does and uh there are their great trail trail one blazer yeah so it's for sure it's i would call it a carry-all like you know outside the house i mean it's not your expensive glass piece that you have sitting in your home but you know i break everything so when i i'm glad i got one now i can not worry now about breaking it and I can put it anywhere, stuff it in anything. <laughs> it cleans up nice. I mean, as far as the outside, not not the resin part, but if you get stuff on the outside, you can just wash it off with water. So, mm-hmm. And it's quality silicone. I liked it. It was filled plush in the hand. Yeah. It felt thick. Yeah. Like I said, it actually hit really good. Mm-hmm. So and it, you can <clears throat> pack a pretty large bowl, like half a gram? Uh, kind of a little bit too Maybe big Maybe a little sometimes. bit less. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's just huge. So, I mean, if you want to pack a half half day bowl we'll i guess get a smaller one yeah so we were happy and so with that we decided to release it as uh, some giveaways because yep. we want to share if it's good stuff and we try it out and we like it we're definitely going to share it with everybody our community and so we started out with facebook and we got a full you know we got the quickie which is a one hitter the kazili which is the nice larger um pipe mm-hmm and then the container, which holds your waxes and stuff. I mean, I guess a, a gram. Well, maybe not that much, but whatever. 
and it's a blue matching set. So we put that on Facebook and you know, for you listeners out there, you're more than welcome to get on Facebook. Check us out there at Oregon rooted doc, uh, excuse me, <laughs> at Oregon rooted and, uh, just, uh, like share and comment on that post and you can enter to win that set. But uh, it's going well. Yes. You know, we're getting good response from yeah. it, and we're happy. The people that we're seeing on there is really great. I'm seeing a lot of variety of community. You know, mm-hmm. fathers, mothers, <clears throat> um, professional wives. people. Yeah, wives, husbands, uh, single people, young people, older people, rockers. I mean, we've mm-hmm. seen it all, and that's awesome. It's really cool, and so we appreciate if you have if any of the Facebook um, followers are out there listening. We appreciate you, and you know, comment, let us know what you want to hear and yes, please. comment on the post and stuff. We want to yes. put out there stuff you want to know about. We want you to enter into the drawing. So comment. Yeah. Yeah. And we do, Not we want to give like... this stuff away and we want to give it away to the people that, you know, want it yeah. or need it. Yeah. Okay. And so Instagram, we're putting that out either tonight or tomorrow morning for saying, well, this will probably be, if you even attempt to listen to this, it'll be tomorrow morning. So Instagram will have the red set. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all you got to do there is like, um, and really just follow, just like, and follow us on Instagram. That's at organ rooted again. Yep. And you, we, we love if you'd comment. So, you know, please leave a comment if you want, but really just like, and follow us. Um, cause that, you know, we're going to give prizes out through that social media too. Yep. Not, not just prizes, but I mean, giveaways and just all kinds of things to include the community and give out stuff. That's just rocks that comes out of Oregon. Yep. Okay. So, um, and then right now, as far as for the show, uh, because I have not got .com up, which it will be up, I promise. I'm not even going to go there. But uh, We're not going to give you a time. No, what we want you to do is we have a green set, a matching set of the same thing that's uh, we're going to give away, uh, quote unquote, for the show. Okay, so for the listeners. And all you got to do there is just email us. I don't mm-hmm. care if you email Lady Sativa or if you email me or if you email the show. So either Lady Sativa at Oregon Rooted, Higher Peaks at Oregon Rooted, or just our regular old email, the dirt show at OregonRooted.com. And all you got to do is email us and just say, hey, I want it. I don't know. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want to <clears throat> hear, anything. And where that, you plan on blazing your own trail? Yeah. Where do you plan on blazing your own trailer? Exactly. Leave us a picture. Awesome. Let's see it. Anything. Um, yeah. And pictures we'll repost for you. So uh, that's all you got to do. And that'll enter you there. And then we'll randomly pick um, a winner there for this coming week. And we'll again announce that on the next episode. We will put your name in the hat. Put your name in the hat. Draw it and let you know. Uh, Maybe put you we'll on the even show. use the lid from the from peacemaker <laughs> yeah um <laughs> draw it out of that hat maybe sure so uh basically you got facebook instagram email either way or all three enter all three i don't care you can you know i'm only going to let someone win on one but you know at least it gives you more chances to win right so um, yeah that's about it check out peacemakergear.com we're enjoying the the gear uh, you can hit the shop tab and see what they have uh, online or, you know, really the local dispensaries around here. Mm-hmm. The one that you frequent, check them out. I'm sure they got them. Top shelf does for sure. Yeah, I know that. And, you know, but whatever, wherever you frequent, check them out <coughs> there. Um, maybe pick up a piece if you're going to be going hiking. Camping. Right. I'm sure Magic Man probably does. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they do. 
So, uh, moving on, the Canon News. We're going to try to keep this show short, uh, show a little shorter this time for you. The last one went an hour and a half, and I think that was a little, little long. A so, little bit much. Yeah. So, we're going to keep this a little shorter if we can. We're going to bust right into the news. All right. And, oh, before you start, we're going to read just a couple stories. And then I'm going to talk about, I, I forgot to say that we did have, I did attend last night, a lecture that was hosted by Kenavir Labs, uh, Jason Wilson, who's got a master's and he is a lab tech there. He did part of the talk and then also uh, Jana, um, who's a nurse, uh, she uh, did a talk on the uh, ECS, which is an endocannabinoid system. Mm -hmm. And it's a recognized system now that we've found in science research mm -hmm. we, this is legitimate and there's a lot to it so i'm just going to highlight you know once we go through the news uh, if you want to you know hang on towards the end of the show here i'm going to highlight what we talked about now she was more than willing to come on the show so i think we're going to bring her on the show and have her actually do a sh you know maybe a 45 minute talk about this stuff because yeah. she's full of knowledge and this knowledge is next level so it's not, you know, simple stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you layman's terms, but she's not. So, but I think it's really important <clears throat> she comes on. So I'll, we'll move on though. And then come back to it. Um, what do you got? I, I know that this week I kept seeing in the news, cross social media, this whole DEA is going to reschedule marijuana by August 1st. And like, I don't know how many, what I thought were fairly legitimate sites putting out news articles saying, oh, you know, they're going to do this. And it was a, an, a lawyer, an attorney for mm -hmm. the DA that, that leaked this, this and that. And I did not repost anything onto our social media. So mm -hmm. if you look, I did not do anything with that because I, hmm, yeah, I, um, no. <laughs> and so I'm glad I didn't because, and this is why, I'll let you start. Go ahead. All right. This is from the Green Rush Daily by Ab Hanna. The U.S. government will not legalize marijuana August 1st. Here's why. On Saturday, an article was published claiming that, the, that marijuana would be legal by August 1st, exciting many uniformed readers. The weekly newspaper based in California named the Santa Monica Observer claimed that the U.S. government will legalize marijuana on August 1st adding that weed will soon be legal in all 50 states with a prescription. The information from the article that is spreading across the internet and social media by blogs such as using the Santa Monica Observer's claim as fact. The source. The information provided by the local community newspaper is lacking in credibility. The only source that the Santa Monica Observer given to back the report of the DEA's plan to reschedule marijuana on August 1st was an anonymous attorney who claims to be received the information from another attorney present representing the DEA. And so here <clears throat> lies the first problem. Well, he said that he said, I mean, anyway, it's, I mean, you know, an anonymous attorney who claims he received the information from another attorney. How many times before? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, the article also misspells the word cannabis. Um, um, that's that's pretty funny. How dare they? That's rude. How dare they? I mean, that's uh, like that's a staple word. 
I, yeah, that's a staple word, but I think that that's just picking out stuff. It's funny. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> the source is yet to be confirmed, making the claim that the DEA has decided to accept the requests of the D of the 2001 petition calling for the rescheduling of cannabis currently false. The petition. Uh, the petition launched by Governors Christine Gregoire of Washington, the Lincoln and Lincoln Chaffee of Rhode Island would have the DEA reschedule marijuana from a Schedule 1 drug to a Schedule 2 or even 3. Schedule 1 drugs such as heroin, LSD, and marijuana are said to have no medicinal benefit. The main difference between Schedule 1 and Schedule 2 is that Schedule 2 drugs such as Adderall, Percocet, and Ritalin can be prescribed by doctors, making them medically legal and safer for patients to access with federal prosecution. Isn't methamphetamine also a number two? You know, I, here's, I don't know, I, to be, to be honest. When we researched it for your paper in yeah. school, mm -hmm. it was down in two because it can also be prescribed well, by Well, yeah, I think amphetamines can, yes. you say meth amphetamines but i think amphetamines in general are used quite frequently for different things yes but and that was also in the category was yeah and i think even i think ritalin <laughs> you know i think adderall ritalin are both forms yes and so. they have all been abused um okay sorry well and, and topic, this is and, and yeah and it is with a lot of people and it's it's an older hot topic but you know and people do know what schedule one and schedule two is this yes. is getting to be common yes. knowledge so this is just an article we're not trying to be redundant but um, they're just pointing out why here. Yes. So go ahead. Yes, exactly. According to the petition, the DEA will be reviewing later this year cannabis. <clears throat> Addiction, dependence, abuse, and misuse potential are all law compared with other Schedule Two drugs. That's all low compared with all, other. All low compared with other Schedule Two drugs. Sorry. Despite the Santa Monica Observer's report being false, the DEA will, will still decide whether or not to reschedule marijuana later this year. The DEA, on April 4th, the DEA responded to a July 2015 inquiry by eight U.S. senators, including Elizabeth Warren, which asked the DEA for a deadline on their decision to reschedule marijuana. Page five of the DEA's response states the agency hopes to release the determination in the first half of 2016. Response from the DEA is expected by July 1st, but the word hopes may indicate a, day, a date later than the first half of the year. The last similar petition, petition proposed was assessed and denied by DEA in July of 2011. However, the DEA gave the okay for clinical trials of smoked marijuana for the treatment of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, earlier this year in April. <clears throat> Has the DEA changed its past views on marijuana as a medically beneficial drug with the Department of Human, uh, Health and Human Services? Uh, the facts that Elizabeth Warren and several other senators backing the petition up for the assessment later this year, advocates are hopeful that the DEA will come to a different decision on the reclassification of marijuana this time. One day, the U.S. government will legalize marijuana, just not August 1st. We think by 2018, and here's why. The end. The end, I know. Well, well. It just abruptly ended twice. <laughs> That's why I got confused. Sorry, it was... I was waiting for more, and it just stopped on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So what was the next one on her? Uh, the next one, just I... So just to finish that, I guess, um, 
basically it's not happening as soon as they want it to. No, and I mean they're not gonna. They're obviously not giving us something really it, solid. So well, and it takes time. Let the rumors go. Yes, let the rumors go. It takes time. Don't everybody jump onto it right away. It's give it time, and when the news is official, it'll come out. <laughs> Especially with DEA. You yes, know they're gonna release something official. Exactly. And I'm sure Associated Press wouldn't approve that anyway. I mean, you have to have an official source. Yeah. Something that can be. <clears throat> yeah. Did you want me to read the? Yeah. So one? here, I'll I'll start with it. Okay. So your state has legalized cannabis, but why aren't there clubs where you use it? And the reason we want to bring this up real quick is because here's the deal, uh, especially with rec legal. I mean, so the only place we can be is our homes. What happens if you're a tourist? Exactly. <clears throat> you know, and I'm not saying that a lot of people are going to be tourists, but the tourists that are, I'm sure <laughs> some of them might be here for recreational cannabis. Yeah. And what do they do? They can't be in their car. No. Nope. So unless a hotel room is really risky. Yeah. That's, that's pushing it. Yeah. So, you know. Can't do it in a park for mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that really leaves a good question and we have plenty of bars and it's really suspicious smoking behind a dumpster yeah. <laughs> right or in an alley come on think well, about I, it that's a good point the point with that is that we do need to have a respectable place a community place that's respectable because this isn't some behind the dumpster type of thing so we do need some place or places that we could call i guess they want to call them clubs that's nice I don't care if they're coffee shops, clubs, or anything else, but they'd I'll be, be part nice. Of, can I be part of that club? And what's wrong with that? I think... Do we get I club bet cards? <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet you that they have a lot less aggressive problems in the clubs, the, the cannabis clubs, than they would at a bar anyway. Right. So what's <clears> going <throat> to happen? Even if they open them up and they... I mean, what's going to happen? It can't be any worse. I mean, as long as they're not driving... Out of so does that mean with a club that it would have the same assortment as a dispensary that you could go in and be like, I want that bowl in that pipe. And we'll that we'll read club. and see what it says. But oh, okay. I think, well, I just, I think that it would be smart to be a dispensary slash. Right. Slash whatever shop. Right. Club. Have, even have a separate area. So you don't have yeah. to be observed for those private smokers. A grower friend of ours had mentioned having maybe a literally a multi-level building that would have your dispensary and another floor that would have your tables and like a cannabis club. food yeah mm -hmm. and then have a you know maybe another level where you grow your product or something right maybe on the top of the building so um yeah i don't know but let's you know let me just read it. it's a short article uh it says the next phase of legalization in colorado began February 29th, when Denver Normal launched a 2016 ballot initiative to legalize marijuana clubs and special events. On the surface, it might seem like it's mainly about recreational users having places to consume in social situations outside their homes, but using cannabis publicly is really about human rights and public safety. Right now, residents of Colorado and other legal states can only legally consume marijuana products at home. That causes problems for people, mainly renters, who aren't allowed to because the property owner bans marijuana use as they are entitled to do under state law. I guess, is that the same as smoking cigarettes? I mean, it's in the lease. 
I guess so, yeah. So marijuana is legal, but those residents can't use it, which leads to frustration and law-breaking, according to Jordan Person, executive director of Denver Normal. So that even took it a step further than what I was saying, and that's renters, if there's something in the lease, you technically can't you know, smoke even in your own home. Mm -hmm. So that only leaves now homeowners and nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technically. So, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that smoke in their house anyway. It does not leave mm -mm. A film the film or the, or the smell that cigarettes do. So, you know, there you go. It says, <clears throat> right now, uh, we expect there will be a right, wide range of clubs to serve Denver's huge and diverse marijuana market, person said in a press release. We can't continue is the current situation that leaves so many people, excuse me, what can't continue is the current situation that leaves so many people frustrated, angry, and tempted to violate the law so they can enjoy a legal product. Restrictive laws affect medical marijuana users. That situation can also cause tremendous problems for medical marijuana patients such as Jonathan Dozer, who spoke out in favor of clubs at a city council meeting February 24th. Counselors were holding a hearing ahead of a March 8th vote to decide both the fate of clubs that are currently operating illegally in the area and the future of clubs in general. And, you know, it just goes to say, like this little excerpt here, it says, My landlord won't let me smoke inside, said Denver resident. Y'all won't let me smoke outside in order to smoke cannabis legally. What do you recommend if I do if you ban these clubs? I came from Afghanistan with PTSD. I only said it like that because he said y'all. <laughs> he just goes on to say that I fought for that flag right there in that corner and I did it in the name of freedom. All I'm asking for is freedom now. And you know, that's true. You know, I don't I don't know, but I don't know. If you're a renter or a landlord I guess it's your choice. Yeah. Maybe I don't know what to don't say have about a choice that. And yeah. they have to make it a rule. Um it says Washington <clears throat> banned social clubs last year. So you know, I mean, they're not hearing it. I don't know of anything that Oregon's doing. I don't know of any places that even offer that. Mm -mm. Uh, even when we were in Portland, I don't remember seeing anything. But Well, and it does say down here that, um, meanwhile, unlicensed clubs have also sprung up in Alaska and legislators are arguing bitterly over the issue in Washington, D.C. and in Oregon. Uh, social clubs became illegal on January 1st, forcing many small businesses to close down or face fines. Okay, so right there. That was and in Oregon. So January 1st, wow. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, well, I don't think we'll be seeing any kind of clubs opening up in yeah, Oregon. It says, so for the advocates and consumers, legalization is a good first step, but people who consume cannabis also need a place to do it. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's my only thing is just where I, I don't... I guess I would have to dive more into and research it to find out what the reasoning is behind not allowing this mm -hmm. uh i don't understand we get so much trouble even in little old medford mm -hmm. or even the smaller surrounding cities with violent aggressive drunk behavior you know and there's a lot of bars i think we had a car that a lady went nuts and started backing up and going forward in front of a bar down here in Medford. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that we have more drunk incidences than we do. Well, yeah. Marijuana incidences. Which is, that's like I said, I don't know. I'd have to see what the reasoning is behind that. I mean, did you have another story or was that it? 
Um, we had looked at maybe talking about Alzheimer's because there's an article that we saw that was Alzheimer's related. But like I had said, we or I had attended a lecture uh, last night that was about your endocannabinoid system. I'm trying to get that word down. Mm -hmm. I, the last show, I apologize. I kept saying cannabinoid. It's not how you say it. It's cannabinoid. You, you just no. said that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, same word. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it down. So, um, cannabinoid. But, yeah, cannabinoid. Is that right? Yeah, not cannabinoid. It's cannabinoid. Yeah. Cannabinoid. Yeah, it's cannabinoid tough. Cannabinoid kind of sounds better. Yeah, maybe that's why I was saying it. Yeah. I don't know. So let me run down what she said. Um, basically, you have this system, like I said, and it is legit. They found it to be a system that is, it's really similar to, you know, your other systems in your body. And it has a lot of involvement in a lot of different processes. In fact, there's this big theory out right now that, you know, having what they call CECD, clinical endocannabinoid deficiency, it basically you can get cannabinoids from a lot of different plant sources, but they're all not necessarily edible or that we consume in any way. And so really as a whole, especially because of uh, prohibition, we really haven't as a society been getting a lot of cannabinoids. And so a lot of us do have what they're finding to be deficiencies in that system. So we have a cannabinoid deficiency. Yeah, essentially. Not everybody. <laughs> a lot of people smoke weed. <laughs> but, but I mean, no, people that don't partake in stuff, yeah, they're finding that they do have this. Well, here's the deal, though. Uh, you know, cannabis uses or works in so many different ways for medicinal purposes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't really know they're finding out mechanisms, but they don't know all the mechanisms in this. And so they're finding that when you introduce these cannabinoids, if you're deficient, it can help a lot of different things because that system in your body affects a lot of different processes. Uh -huh. And so uh, there's a, they, they think there's a link there, uh, a link in things like autism and stuff. I mean... Here's, here's a fact that, that was shared there. Uh, basically, from 1850 to 1937, cannabis was used as a prime medicine, mm -hmm. like a go-to medicine for literally more than 100 different illnesses or, or you know, separate illnesses. Amazing and, that it went illegal after that. After right. It was already being used for medical purposes. Well, and here's the deal. that <laughs> It was, you know, it's in or was in the U.S. pharmacopoeia. So, I mean, we're talking... Before those prescriptions were. What do you mean? All those prescriptions that are now out there. Yeah. Way before all those prescriptions, it was oh, yeah. in a pharmacy. Marijuana was in a pharmacy. Yeah, and I believe you could <laughs> just go in there and buy it. I don't think you needed a prescription. You could just go buy it, but... So, and then we also know from history that it's been used for like 3,000 plus years for medicinal purposes. So, as a society, we've really just, I mean, it, it's just appalling. Criminalized it. It's appalling to think that a, a group of elected people that we have represent us just decide to, that this is just something that, you know, we can't have. So, anyway, I won't go there. But basically one of the big things that they saw that was interesting is it affects your heart your cardiovascular and in two different ways that's really 
uh, I don't know, it's significant. One is that if you just smoke, or I should say consume cannabis, um, not, not regularly, but just socially once in a while, you see a spike in blood pressure. Okay, well, and that's just temporary. Mm-hmm. If you, but they see in regular users that the blood pressure over time actually goes down hmm. and stays down. And if you're a regular user for, a, you know, whatever amount of time that is, if you quit, they still see that lower blood pressure and sometimes even still lowering if that's what your system's calling for, I guess. Maybe that's why I have such perfect blood pressure. I've always had good blood pressure and still do. I never had a problem. I know that my dad has a problem with it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they do know that from, and I just had to point that out, but from there they know that respiratory, metabolic, things like eye disorders are big. You know, I'll tell you, I was in uh, eye, you know, field for almost 20 years mm-hmm. and the doctors I worked for you know surgeons and just regular optometrists both mm-hmm. ophthalmologists and optometrists you know one of the one of the questions on the forum which I guess a few years ago might might have seen more intrusive was do you consume cannabis mm-hmm. and the whole point to that question was pretty legitimate because we knew as you know eye professionals that cannabis is very effective at treating glaucoma and so if you didn't tell us that you're using cannabis and you had glaucoma but it wasn't showing up because you were essentially self-treating it (laughs) very effectively yeah then there's you know we can keep you monitored and safe is, is I so care just be honest, basically. Right. Just not because we yes, care. That we do. We're not going to report you that you're right. smoking no. marijuana. No, just that we want to know because seriously, you can literally be treating glaucoma with that ma- ma- cannabis and doing a really good job of it. And if you were to stop that cannabis, it might cause that to um, show itself and be a problem. Anyway, so eye disorders, cancer. We know cancer is a big frontier right now. We know that CBDs... Uh, cannabinoids they what they do is to try to keep it simple is cells have a lifespan mm-hmm. and when they start to go bad there's a trigger for that cell to to die and mm-hmm. and get cleaned up and go away where it goes bad is where cells are dying and that trigger isn't triggered and then you get this buildup of dead cells cells tumor cancer Which basically is right okay okay so cannabinoids have a wonderful way of and this isn't how it cures cancer but this is how it helps is it literally causes that trigger to happen Mm -hmm. so if if that trigger is not happening naturally for you say cannabinoids can trigger that to happen and those cells to die properly and go away Hmm. okay there's a word for that i'll get i'll get to it when i see it helps muscle muscle skeletal disorders arthritis is big osteoporosis another huge one is skin conditions now remember that when i'm talking about all these conditions what we need to do is to have research like smoking cannabis doesn't help all these ailments see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like smoking cannabis might mildly help arthritis but having a topical proper cream made with a certain mix of whatever is much more effective Mm -hmm. okay so to help treat these things, we need to have more effort put into the different types of products that are effective in the areas. Mm-hmm. And so 
when I say all these things are effective, it doesn't mean just by smoking. Mm-hmm. It could be edibles. It could be topicals. It could be uh, FECO, which is Rick Simpson oil. Um, I just had a question. Yeah, about go this ahead. One. The the musculoskeletal disorders mm-hmm. is that like MS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so I haven't. Yeah, MS is a big one, and I was going to get to that. MS, they're finding really good success with epilepsy, MS, and, and like I said, even cancer. See, I did know I did know epilepsy that it that it helped because I actually knew somebody that like years ago that was treating their their epilepsy. With. Well, epilepsy is a big one. Yes, they had to take their medications too because they had completely severe and they could not. This is when it was still black market. Mm-hmm. It was not recreational. There was not medical at this time. It was. It was, it, well, it, there probably was medical, but he was too young to get mm, medical. Um, mm. And so he had to treat his epilepsy with marijuana. And that was one of the main ways, along with his other medication, that he could handle it. And even if he stopped one or the other, he would have an episode. Sure. And that's how severe it was that mm-hmm. even his personal medications could not handle his epilepsy. So yeah. the marijuana. Well, and that seems to be the case. Enforced. Sure. Yes. <clears throat> and that seems to be the case with epilepsy, you know. Um, now, keep in mind that also when I'm talking about these cannabinoids and THC and all those other goodies, um, all terpenoids is what we'll call them. Um, some are terpenes, some are terpene-like. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, are, we're talking both decarbolic, <laughs> decarb, decarboxylated. Mm-hmm. And the acid form, which is, you know, essentially the raw form. So both forms. Yes. So both of them are medicinal. Um, now, let me put in layman terms how kind of a treatment works. And it's it's simple. Basically, like, let me give you an example. Um, breast has CB2, CB2 receptors in them. Okay. And those CB2 receptors, there's two different receptors in your body. CB1s, CB2s. Breast has CB2 receptors those receptors receive certain cannabinoids mm-hmm. okay and what what this is the interesting part when you get cancer say in your breast they see this overexpression or expression of these receptors mm-hmm. so it's natural to think well your body's wanting these things so when you treat these with cbds that's where you see the improvements mm-hmm. okay and so then you got skin skin has cb1 and cb2 receptors the brain the brain has cb2 receptors mm-hmm. okay and every place that has cb2 or cb receptors essentially can be benefited with cannabinoids uh lymphoma like cancer there uh cb1 and cb2 receptors there too okay so you can see that your body especially overall has these receptors that can be treated with cannabinoids so there's just mm-hmm. this is just we're just finding out this stuff and just being able to start treating now ecs that's your that your the endocannabinoid system ECS the prime function of it is to keep your body in homeostasis which basically means in optimal balance Mm -hmm. okay which is like what your endocrine system and your hormones everything is is wanting to be in homeostasis right okay so and it has chemical signaling similar to hormones so like I told you earlier it's similar to that Um, and it modulates every other process in the body so this directly impacts the immune system the central nervous system and your gastrointestinal those are three big ones Hmm. um and imbalance is found in all chronic illnesses so any chronic illness you'll find an imbalance in your body 
again, cannabinoids go for homeostasis. That's what it's trying to go for. Yeah. Um, causes of dysfunction in your body are simple. There's either genetic, environment, and environment can cause genetic expression. Um, illnesses. Can, what does what do you mean by genetic expression exactly? So maybe you have a gene in your body that is going to give you breast cancer mm-hmm. only <clears throat> if a certain environment factor is triggered. Hmm. So okay. and I and I'm just this is a, probably a very poor analogy, but say there's a certain pesticide that triggers that gene right. in your body to express that cancer gene. Whereas if you never had that particular pesticide, and again, this is all just <laughs> analogy here, hypothetical. If you never had that pesticide, it would have never expressed that gene. Right. That makes sense? Okay, so environmental yeah. factors can make your genes express things that they otherwise may have not expressed. So I should avoid things that my mother and my grandmother have. Potentially. Right, okay. You know, so. like cigarette smoking, that can express cancer. Oh, I'm one. sure it can cause it, but I'm mean, sure it can cause genetic expressions too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, uh, illness um, can, can cause dysfunction in the ECS system um, and, and imbalances. So in this system, CBDs are the most, uh, the most used, okay? Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting, I don't want to get too technical here, but CBDs, are the one of the very few molecules that can be transferred through the synapses back and forth from mm-hmm. receptor to receptor. M- most everything else is just a one-way path. You want to send a signal out from here to here. It's a one-way street. Mm-hmm. CBDs can go back and forth, which they think is why they is part of the, you know, why it's effective in helping certain mm-hmm. things. Um, so what they call cannabis therapy this is actually becoming a pretty legit well seriously it's becoming a legit term cannabis therapy um they generally are now mixing it with holistic mm-hmm. measures so you know you get two options there uh, some people want to keep with the pharmaceutical drugs and cannabis which is a good route some people are going holistic with cannabis so still treating with natural things just adding cannabis in okay okay yeah I was going to say just cannabis. Is no, that what that is? No, okay. but just keeping it all natural, if you will. Yeah. So trying to keep it all natural, but adding in the mm-hmm. very potent effects of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so cannatherapy, uh, MS was a big one. We talked, you, you mentioned that. Uh, and, and that's a lot of muscle things. Um, yes. I have- cannabis has a big, huge effect on muscle spasms, uh, muscle control, uh, just all kinds of things and and this is the kind of things she'll get into so i'm not gonna get too deep into this but yeah so ms cancer i told you expresses cell destruction uh with you know cells that are going bad it Mm -hmm. it literally uh enforces or uh encourages your body to you know get rid of those cells properly um autism you can actually treat autism because autism a lot of forms of autism is, is really literally a uh, um, an overstimulation uh-huh. in the environment. And for me and you that have proper filters, uh, we can handle it. It's normal life. But mm-hmm. a lot of autistic kids, just a little bit can be a lot. And it throws them into their, their you know, right. whatever things they yes. do. Yes, yes. And fits. yeah, and so uh, CBDs, uh, cannabis can treat 
that it literally filters the outside world for him uh-huh. and and focus you know how it works you well, well right and, and now that you're bringing that type of stuff up i i know two out of the three that you just listed uh actually personally one of them cancer of course as mm. we've talked about and then i also know somebody that actually you've met at church with us mm-hmm. that um that he has multiple sclerosis and then i also know somebody else that has i believe it's lou garrick's disease mm-hmm. And so the body jolts, it's like I w- and only one of those three people that I know can treat themselves with marijuana mm-hmm. or cannabinoids in any in any shape, way or form, because no, the other two can't by law cannot treat themselves. Yeah. Which is sad because if you think about it, there's nothing medication wise that can cure some of the stuff that they are going through. Like over the counter drugs cannot cure some of the stuff like their body jolts. There's no. no medication no, just that can control symptoms. it. Yeah. yeah. And and the older the person gets, the stronger the disease takes over their body and uncontrollable jolting or yeah. falling, mm-hmm. you know, they start to lose control over their body and then the medication changes and everything. Mm-hmm. It's really sad watching the medication changes. Yeah. And I'll mention, I got a little bit on how the CBDs help these kind of things. Oh my gosh. Now my computer's talking to me. I apologize about that. So, uh, I, oh, I mentioned autism, uh, chronic Lyme. The nurse that was talking, mm-hmm. uh, Jana, she had, I, as I understand it, uh, chronic Lyme, and she had a very difficult time in her life with it uh, and couldn't function, I, I don't believe could work. Did you, and, Lyme disease? Lyme. Right? Lyme, yeah. yeah. Um, and so she finally found she was an RN and she found CBDs and she takes uh FECO FECO every night. I don't know how many, I don't remember how much she took, but it was enough to, you know, yeah, but she takes it the night before bed. So that by the time she wakes up, she's back to normal, yes. but the pain part of it, the pain effects and the, and the, and how it treats her symptoms lasts all day for her. So she's not high by the morning and she can function all day work Thanks she, to the yeah, CBDs. A- absolutely. And it's literally affected her so much that she's now a huge advocate. So you can see how, how much it helps just like say Lyme, you know, mm-hmm. she can actually have a life right. just with one, one syringe a night is what I got out of it. Um, chronic pain, big one there is fibromyalgia can really uh-huh. help that. <clears throat> uh, diabetes, even smoking cannabis <laughs> regulates your blood sugar. Uh-huh. So you do get some help in regulating your blood sugar. And there's another mechanism I didn't get too much detail on with that, that again, it actually prevents, helps prevent diabetes in, in bodies. Maybe that's what kept me from having diabetes when I was well, heavier. Here's, here's the good news <laughs> with that. My family has diabetes in it and heart disease, not so much cancer, any of that stuff. As does mine. Right. So <laughs> I'm more worried about diabetes. Okay. And I'm talking early years. Like yes, I've got father, yes. great uh, uncle and grandfather that had it in the forties. I'm now, you know, there and I have no diabetes and I intend not to have it. And here's the weird part. The people in my family that didn't have diabetes or currently don't uh-huh. are cannabis users. That could be just that that's doesn't, necessarily correlate to anything no no but, but at the let's same hope time that that yeah <laughs> um so diabetes and then uh that that's the big ones that they can treat right now that they know they can treat and those are big big illnesses 
Um, now here's something funny. Contraindications. This was interesting. This is literally all they can find right now with cannabis. The problems with it. So this would be the side effects. This would be the bottom of the pill where you go, okay, is this going to make me grow two heads and <laughs> die a painful death, but I won't have a stomach ache. Can you hear <laughs> your hair growing? Yes. Okay, so this is what they found. It can have some medication interactions, especially with some types of heavy op opioids. Benzos, correct? No, just opioids, just like opioid. narcotics. Oh, uh Yes. Okay, so some heavy, heavy pain medications can have some, you don't really want to be doing both is what I'm saying. Basically like okay. Percocet or... I don't even know uh, about that. She was indicating oxycodone? more like Oxycontin, oh, okay. Oxycodone, okay. Fentanyl. I'm looking at what um, level you're talking about. Di yeah, dilated. Dilated, those okay. kind of things. You don't really want to be smoking cannabis <laughs> okay. on heavy know. meds like that. Um and she didn't indicate like maybe it would mess you up so bad you, you would be drooling. She was just more like there literally could be some physical or yes. body processes. One of the things about painkillers, which here's here's the evil about them. Most of them, how they kill you overdose wise is they just shut your respiratory system down. You just yes. stop breathing. Okay. And so marijuana doesn't do that. You can get pain relief with and, and to get, get right. heavy doses you know, RSO it and get heavy doses and without fear of freaking not breathing. Right. And with heavy doses of pain meds, as you know, uh, it can stop your respiratory system and you die and you don't even, you're asleep, you're dead. You don't even know. You just never wake up again. Well, and, and with pain pills, you start to get more, you get more um, used to them. Uh, you get, they, your body adapts to them. And so you need to consume more, which causes your body to eventually shut down just like you were saying so it's like it causes you eventually to overdose on it yeah because the fact that it's like yeah. oh guess what those that one pain right. pill isn't working right. anymore yeah. Yeah. you're gonna have to use yeah. two this time yeah. and you're gonna have to use two a whole lot quicker yeah unfortunately now, and, that's yeah. how it is and she did say that there was studies on the on cannabis that is basically show that you do build somewhat of a tolerance, but that's a temporary tolerance. And again, it's not a tolerance like you just mentioned that's going to end up get you killed. Right, See right. what I'm saying? Because here's, okay, and this is aside from the lecture, I've told you this, here's my feeling. Cannabis is self-regulating. Yes. <laughs> you can only smoke so much before you just don't get high no more or, 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 or higher. you just waste your stuff. Yeah, you're, you're wasting and you're not getting higher, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Cannabis is great that way. You have to respect it. You want to get good and high, you got to not be smoking all the time. Yeah. That's why waking and baking is great. That's why, you know... Go to work, get your duties done all day. And when you get home and you're smoking, you're like, damn, because you're not freaking doing it all day long. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that on the weekend. You can't be seen and walk in the woods. Let me tell you, that's the best high ever is when you're outside <laughs> for some reason. It outside always, is good. It outside always is works good. great. Something about Oregon. So, okay. So, fresh air. yeah. Interaction. It is. Interactions. Now, here's here's one. It's called ComT. It's a genetic mutation in certain people. And don't ask me what COMT stands for. All right. <laughs> uh, it's a genetic mutation in some people, and it causes a dopa overload, a dopamine overload. So essentially, if you consume cannabis, it, it causes this dopamine overload. And it's too much for the people. 
it's too much at once. And so that's when you get people say they're having a bad trip and it's not a medible pro could maybe be that it's they're having a bad trip. Could so be I that. wonder, does your face turn white and your lips turn purple? Because I, I heard a story today actually about somebody that well, that happened to. Okay. But let me, <laughs> let me tell you right now, these conditions or these interactions, I should say indications are not common. No, yeah. These are very uncommon things. So it's not like, three out of the 10 of your friends are going to have these issues. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, but there's that. And I'm, I would often wonder if people wouldn't think that is an allergy. Like I smoked weed and I had a really bad reaction and it was an allergy. I think, you know, a lot of people go there with it and it could be just this situation where it's an overload. Yeah. It was and, just too yeah. much. It was time okay. to stop. <laughs> and so that leads us right to the next one. And that's the allergy there. There are legitimate allergic reactions to cannabis and here's the thing. This is, should be expected. I think there's probably someone that's allergic to, to whatever. There's someone that's allergic to whatever. There's someone that can't have to can't smell roses. There's someone that can't eat, you know, a certain food. It's just there's going to be someone that has an allergy to whatever it is in life. Mm hmm. So yellow again, dye. A, right. Red <laughs> dye. But again, or. or you know, I'm not going to go there. Uh, again, this is a very uncommon thing. Yes. <laughs> so not everybody that's claiming allergies to it has got an allergy to it. And and then there's strain specific implications. And we all know what that's about. <laughs> Indica is going to put you to sleep. And this is a yeah. general term. Don't <clears throat> get me wrong. I'm not, I'm just overgeneralizing right now. Indica is going to put you to sleep. Maybe couch lock. Sativa is going to give you the boost, going to get you to work, get you to play, whatever, get you on the hike. Hybrid, just shop around. Find your hybrids that you like. Hybrids are going to do all <laughs> kinds of things for you. You just need to kind of figure out what you like. Know your bud, ted bud tender. Know your bud tender. And, you know, it's the mix. I, yes. It just there's so many terpenes and cannabinoids in each different kind that there's just, it just so many different ways. Well, honestly, my favorite way to go in there is to ask, so will this make me want to play video games or go on a hike? There you go. <laughs> um, so... That's the contraindications. I thought I'd throw that in there. Um, one thing that they do notice is that this homeostasis action, let me give an example. There's diseases out there, autoimmune diseases, where your immune system is overactive. Mm -hmm. Okay, and if it's overactive, that's not good. Well, CBDs could regulate that down. Right. Also, people have immune system function, you know, issues that are where the immune system is downregulated. It's not working like it should. CBDs bring it up. This is uh -huh. the cool part is it's it's regulating back to normal. So it it treats again a plethora of conditions because it can go either way. Yeah. Up or down. Um we all know it's uh it is an anti-inflammatory and we all know that it's antioxidant that's got antioxidants in fact in juicing fresh marijuana especially the leaves. Huge benefit. Um, we're saving our leaves yeah well yeah and i mean I, there's recipes for juicing i know people that actually just drink the actual raw juice it's supposed to be i will go goods. and i will buy some berries and we'll mix it with some fresh leaves and make some good stuff yeah okay and so, <laughs> and so um there was another uh point i wanted to make with you on this and that it it's an antibacterial in the sense that they have actually, or actually not antibacterial, antimicrobial 
to the point, you'll like this, that it actually kills MRSA. Ooh. And, Good to know. Yeah. And again, that you can't just rub <clears throat> one gram bud on your MRSA and Why have it go. not? <laughs> so that'd be uh, great. Just yeah. here we go. That works. Um <laughs> again, so you, you this is where we need to find out what works best for yes. stuff. But we do know that it, it in laboratories it kills MRSA. And here's the thing is Can they're you saying make that into like an ointment. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So here's the thing about that is they're saying that MRSA is getting resistant to a lot of um, yes. antibiotics. Yes, actually. You can continue to treat MRSA over and over again, and eventually that first medication dose won't right. work, and you have to get the hardcore stuff at the right. end where it's like seven days of... Well, so these antibiotics, a lot of them are synthetics, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> they, they've seen that microbes and bacteria, you know, get resistant to... Um, these antibiotics quickly when they're synthetic and way less quickly when they're more directly from a natural source yes. or, or haven't been turned into a synthetic yet. So there you go. Um, you know, using this CBDs and stuff, THC and, and whatnot, antimicrobially on MRSA could, could work for a very long time. Nice. You know what I mean? And be effective. Yeah. And not be just in and out because it's a synthetic antibiotic. Can we make, a, a, they should make a spray like a, right? a spray that I can the, well, this is stuff, spray stuff this is down. This, this is why they should schedule to it. You can, this is I, all why. This is all why. the door handles, the handrails. <laughs> well, here's a good point. It's all an antiviral. Above. So it's an antiviral. Okay. And how much more organic are you going to get? I mean, talk about green cleaner. Can it kill scabies? <laughs> I don't know about that, but. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, and let me quickly go over how it helps, you know, each uh, little system. Um, your neurological, uh, it maintains your hypothalamic, pituitary, and adrenal axis. So you're talking a lot of stuff going on there promotes homeostasis there again i'm not trying to get too too complicated um it regulates stress responses it uh it's a it's a balancer for your neurons it's a neurobalancer um it, it modulates your gaba okay and your gaba re receptors so gaba is what's related to say like things like depression and stuff oh. um of course it decreases anxiety uh, it promotes limbic system balance. Uh, it actually, they've proven that it, or at least studies have shown that it uh, balances sensory input. So like we went back to the whole uh, autism and it also balances emotions. So it literally has that same homeostasis effect on your, your emotions. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seems to, seems to promote a balance there. Um, the other thing too, is it's a neuroprotectant when it comes to your brain cells. So Alzheimer's, and I think that's probably where that article would go into is uh -huh. it has a, uh, protective effect with the cells. So the protective, essentially the outside, it's not really a shell if you will, but it's a, it's an outside layer that's protective. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, um, and it's also a analgesic as, as you know, so it's a pain relief. Uh, in terms of neurological. Uh -huh. 
Um, we talked about cardiovascular. They've shown that, well, you know, in, in terms of heart, lung function wise, they've actually shown that it does not decrease lung function. It actually increases or you can maintain lung function. Mm-hmm. So it does not take away from it. Um, and it doesn't expand it like some people try to say the bigger hits that you take will expand your lungs. I don't know about I've it. I've heard that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But um, it, it definitely does not, they do not see any kind of, like cigarettes really decrease lung function. Yes. Well, <clears throat> they don't see that with, with cannabis. Well, since I've quit smoking cigarettes, I got to say my lung capability is a whole lot more than what it was when I was smoking for the 10 years that I did. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Big difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so really, I mean, that's it. I won't go too much further. We're going to talk more about it with with um, the nurse. But uh, that's kind of just a taster of what it was about. It's really good information. Um, this stuff is amazing. How can you, how can, I don't understand how you can not consider this a potential medicine. I, I The denial. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's denial anymore in the government as much as it's just a bunch of control. Well, just steps and red tape and political crap that's just shoved in front of it. That's just is going to take a ton of time to work through. They want to hang on to that control because the fact that the more that they figure it out before they make it legal, the more money they're going to get out of it. Yeah. Well, states are dropping right and left in the next few years. I mean, there's not going to be. That's what I'm saying. So now they're they're realizing how serious it's really getting. And so they're trying to make it more federal or make it more they want their hands on it yeah yeah so i'll move on real quick i did it was really not much left to say there um we're also i was going to say we're also going to try to talk to canavir as well uh they seemed interested in talking with us and they're going to talk to us about things like how uh marijuana is tested uh you know what what's involved there uh, how they do it Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to talk about those kind of processes. So we'll get some of that, that drop in science on that side. Nice. Um, our grow, I mean, I'll just finish off with that real quick. It's, everything is going well. They're uh, pretty. They're, yeah, they're growing. The, the clones we got this year came from, you know, a real good grower. And so the plants are, are doing good. Um, especially that blue dream. That thing mm-hmm. is a monster. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. We were sitting out there talking with them earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I, let's see, last week I added, I don't remember what I had, all that I'd add. I think the it was feather meal and, and this week was the Azomax. Well, it finally it? started kicking in by the end of this week and, or not the end of this week, but the, this weekend here, um, it had kicked in and we're getting that perfect burn on it. If you look at the leaf tips, there's like yep. a little tiny brown spots. That's not spots, but the very tip of the leaf is just a little bit burnt. And there's not very many. There's like one or two. That's perfect burn. And so I'm happy with that. Um, I'm not going to add. I, I did add just a little bit of crab meal because um, crab's low, though. It's like a 430, but it's got like 5% calcium. Mm-hmm. And it's sift, the down to earth sifts it down to, I think, uh, 0.3 microns or something. Um, so it's really small, small, fine particles. So that calcium gets in quick. Um, so I'm just gave it a little calcium boost there, which I hadn't done yet. Um, used some Azimax. Um, so the once a week treat was Azimax or I should say Azotrol is really what I use. It's the same stuff, but, 
I use that again. The stuff just works so well. It's so expensive. I mean, off the shelf, it's like five bucks an ounce. And it's tiny. Five bucks an ounce. So four ounces is 20 bucks. I can get maybe four applications out of that. And it's just, but man, it works so well. And it's just, it doesn't have a smell and the plants just look healthy. So I don't know. I like the stuff. Um, I went around topping a little bit. You know, we still have another month or so we can top. So I'm just kind of, you know, making sure that we're going to have a nice, uh, what do you call it? A, a, Full. a washing machine size <laughs> plant or better. Um, and then we, we really need to look at transferring to our final pots. The That's coming ones. up. Yeah. We're going to 35 gals right yeah. now. I think we're in 12 or 15 and I'm not worried about it, uh, but I want to get them in. I don't want to, hand, you know, slow any growth. And I'm sure the roots are starting to. How the hell are we going to do that? <laughs> it's it's going to be some work, but. Those are um, some big buckets and some big plants. <laughs> well, we got the, the uh, fiber, 35-gallon fiber pots and fabric pots. I prefer those only because. Uh, some people say they dry out too quick and I could see that maybe if they're small pots, but when you get into like 30, 35, 40, 45 gallon pots, That's a lot of dirt, it's a lot of dirt. <laughs> and even in hot days in Oregon, when you're talking a hundred, 105 degree days, it's still plenty of dirt to keep that water in there. I mean, unless you want to water like once a week or something. Use good dirt. Don't ever go for the cheap well, sure. stuff ever. Anyways, for your girls yeah. ever. Yeah. And so I don't find Splurge that. Splurge a little for yeah. your girls. <laughs> sure. Well, that's a basic. I yeah. But the fabric pots, I think I, I want that air to get there. And what I find is when the roots get to the edge of that pot or to the, to the wall of that pot, instead of just starting to coil up and wrap around and do that funky root bound thing, they actually get to that wall and because there's so much air there, they, they kind of just start growing out from the root, not coiling up, but the, the hairs and the fingers that are already coming out, they kind of just switch direction and but just we start never, growing out. We fortunately never got to that stage that it did that, did we? No, our root balls were dang near to the walls last year. Because the fact that they're pretty good size for the plants, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I don't, not too small I don't, I don't, at all. Yeah, we're not growing eight, ten footers here. Yeah, we're training and keeping them tight. Yeah, know. so it's those are perfect for what we got. Sure, and uh, yeah, so and that's really it. I, I mean, and I, what do we do? We did an hour and five. That's not bad. Uh -uh. So yeah. That's it. Uh, again, email us. We have the Facebook uh, giveaway, Instagram giveaway, and if you want to email it's us, it's going to be happening soon. We haven't put the Instagram up yet. That'll be we? up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, by the time people hear this, it'll be up. Right. Yeah, and we have the email. So email us if you want to be put in for the green. You can check us out on Instagram for the red and Facebook for blue. Uh, that's it. Anything else, Lady Sativa? No, I think we've got it all covered tonight. All right, everybody. So look out next, you know, in the next couple weeks, um, we're going to be having some really good interviews, some people on. So we're ramping this up. It's We're getting better episode by episode. I know it's a little slow that we started out, but we had to get some content out there. We had to get a few episodes out. Mm -hmm. And now that we've done that, we're going to start ramping up and bringing on some uh, some people uh, we got some you varieties know, of people to bring in. We we've got a got variety of people to bring we've in. We've got attorneys. Yep. We've got 
we've Rappers, got uh, yeah we've got some uh, artists that were yeah so good stuff so if you're already with us we appreciate it uh, stick with us it's just going to get way better and if you're just coming aboard this is a good time because it's just we got a lot of stuff coming out so we appreciate you guys and uh, we'll see you next week see you later Thank you.